0: Welcome back, beautiful people. This is Creative Habits Podcast. I am your host, Phil.
1: And the co-host, Indigo.
0: All right. So what's on the topic for today?
1: Ash conformity experiments. What is that? So Ash conformity experiments are a series of psychological experiments conducted by Solomon Ash in the 1950s. Hmm. The experiments revealed that the degree to which a person's own opinions are influenced by those of a group. Do you think of yourself as a conformist or a non-conformist? Most people believe that they are nonconformist enough to stand up to a group when they know they are right, but conformist enough to blend in with the rest of their peers.
0: Hmm. So conformity in psychology. In psychological terms, conformity refers to an individual's tendency to follow the unspoken rules or behaviors of the social group. To which they belong researchers have long been curious about the degree to which people follow or rebel against social norms ask was interested in looking at how pressure from a group could lead to people to conform even when they knew that the rest of the group was wrong Um, The purpose of the Ash Conformity Experiment was to demonstrate the power of conformity in groups.
1: Ash experiments involved having people who were in on the experiment pretend to be regular participants alongside those who are actual, unaware subjects of the study. Those that were in on the experiment would behave in certain ways to see if their actions had an influence on the actual experiment experimental participants
0: In each experiment a naive student participant was placed in a room with several other um, confederates uh, who were in on the experiment the subjects were told to uh, told that they were taking a part in a vision test all told uh, a total of 50 students were part of the experiment experimental condition.
1: The experiment concluded that people conform for two main reasons. For one, they want to fit in with the group, normative influence, and because they believe the group is more informed than they are, informal influence. Many factors play a key role in conformity. These include group size and alignment with the majority, respect for authority, de-individualization, Fear and even mob mentality. Hmm. Conformity and the loss of individuality can stop each person within a group from taking responsibility for their actions and replace part of their identity for the moment with that of the group which results in uncharacteristic behavior and even violence. Conformity with the majority is often easier to do than retain individuality, especially in larger groups. Various experiments illustrate this phenomenon.
0: Today, people, especially in Western countries, often pride themselves on the on their individualism and some identity so strongly with their own individualism that they reject mainstream media and gravitate towards those who defy the norm. On the other hand, other people spend their time scrolling Through the latest trends on TikTok and shop for clothes they know are in style, gravitating towards those who look similar. Although the second group openly seeks to conform, while the first does not, in both examples, the same result is sought: community, belonging, and purpose. Both groups, whether outwardly seeking sameness or not look for those similar to them
1: if our undefiable need to conform were put in an evolutionary context it could be argued the reason why we conform is simple thousands of years ago those who were flexible and adaptive enough to remain in a tribe group or large family Hmm. had much higher rates of survival thus their offspring reproduced more the tendency to conform is embedded in human nature because we survive better when protected by others in a group. They would act in accordance with others, often compromising instant gratification for an overall sense of security. Although it could be argued there were individuals who lacked the tendency to conform that would stray from the group, their DNA was often eliminated as they had much lower rates of survival. We are descended from those who choose to conform rather than the remaining individuals.
0: Peer pressure is a common problem that everyone runs into pretty early in life. Peer pressure is when the person, uh, the pressure comes down on us to do what other people are doing. Because we are afraid of what people will say or do or think if we don't, peer, uh, peer pressure doesn't always have to be a bad thing. But the way society perpetuates the concepts of body image and entitlement and self-help has made it ha- have a pretty negative impact on our society.
1: So what do you think about everything that was disclosed?
0: When I think about that, it kind of reminds me of like, I don't want to make it a, like a, a race thing, but slavery and Jim Crow.
1: Okay, what what, what is the correlation or the relation
0: because um, I don't think all people are inherently evil and bad and 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 mean-spirited you know but laws of the land back in the day that created slavery you had to conform in order to fit within a certain group you know those who didn't conform were either executed with the slaves or you know Uh, maimed in whatever way. Um, Same thing with Jim Crow. Um, It was groups of people, you know, like they said, tribalism that stuck together and said it's supposed to be this way. We don't want to coexist. We want to keep things separated and segregated, you know, and um, I guess those with weaker weaker spirits followed that group.
1: Yeah, I think... There are many different things that we can look at in life that could fall under the ash. Mm. Conformity, experiment. Um, I think about how it's devastating for people to hear that somebody is a Republican, right? Mm -hmm. And the pressure to feel like you have to be a Democrat.
0: Or the pressure that they put on you
1: the pressure that they put on you. Another Mm -hmm. one could be um, something that is positive or where you feel like you're inclined to share your story because others are sharing it,
0: Mm -hmm. even though
1: you didn't have the courage. That's like the Me Too movement. Mm -hmm. Um, Another one that you address, you just touched based on the Jim Crow laws, you touched base on slavery, but racism. Mm -hmm. Racism is very prominent, but um, in ways that is not noticeable However, on both sides of who's either experiencing racism or who's discriminating someone based off of their superiority, there are things that you have to conform with in mm-hmm. order to be like either dismissive about it or knowledgeable about it. Mm-hmm. There, There's always gonna be a group of people that believe a certain thing, like religion. Mm-hmm. That's another way of conforming into a belief system. Mm. So I think the experiment touched, touches base on human nature in its truest form.
0: So it's, hum, it's human nature to want to belong to a certain group with a certain ideals.
1: Exactly. But it's mm. also human nature to feel peer pressure mm-hmm. from any type of space. Mm-hmm. It could be peer pressure from a work situation, a relationship situation, family member situation, Mm -hmm. that need of always seeking some sort of validation or acceptance or your own tribe. If you wanna fit into a certain group of people, you don't wanna offend them too much, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So when they were talking about how the ASH conformity experiment, they were all told to lie about the line, Mm -hmm. but the person that was the only one in the experiment was just following along even though he knew the truth
0: because he wanted to feel like he, he wanted belonged. to fit
1: in or feel like he belongs
0: so is that inherent in us i'm pretty sure there's some cases where there's people who want to just you know disappear and live out in the woods not connected to anybody um, yeah. you know what i mean like well, off the grid type people but in the majority of us in the masses do we inherently feel like we need to belong we yearn to belong to something
1: um there are leaders and they are followers mm. but i also think leaders also conform into being leaders there's a mm. group of people that have a natural inclination to be leaders mm. or are appointed to be leaders and then they stay in their group Then there are people that you have are following somebody's direction. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, just also like if you think about playing in the playground, there's always going to be like a leader of the pack, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) In anything, or there's always going to be that one bully that kids are just afraid to, you know, Mm -hmm. go against, even though they know what is happening is wrong. So I think it's human nature to have those habits because of what they're explaining about safety or like feeling a, a sense of security. In knowing that you can survive. Survival mode.
0: Human nature, yes. But I think... Sometimes we often separate ourselves from, you know, nature in general. Mm -hmm. You know, even though we're human, we're still animals on this big ball flying through the the space. Absolutely. And it reminds me of, like, a wolf pack. You always have that alpha wolf. Um, And... Everyone follows that wolf, or you always have that one lion,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know, and in in, the, in in Africa, and everyone follows that lion, and sometimes you have to often fight that lion
1: okay. to, yeah, you know, get your space. I definitely agree, but um, with the point that you're trying to make, I do get that there are are there is a certain way where things may not be positive based off of the leader or the people not feeling like they have the right leader. Mm. It's still human nature for us to seek leadership, right? Why, though? But it's what they were saying about survival. Mm. But what I was saying is, like, there's a difference between human nature, human natural characteristics versus being ethical or unethical about how you approach it. Mm. So what they were saying is we're just naturally inclined to conform to something or feel like we're close in a group mm-hmm. because of that sense of survival. Safety. As humans. Safety, survival, you mm-hmm. know, just feeling like you have your tribe. Like we function as groups as an even though we're individuals. Yeah. But that goes into play. Like we have leaders that don't lead correctly, right? Mm. And that's a matter of being ethical or unethical, right? just how you approach your your sense of leadership for a group Hmm. but also I I like that question though Why, why do we have leaders
0: I mean I think it's developed through evolution of millennia of us being like human you know what I mean like we had to have somebody to lead the pack you know one that would fight the battles or lead the battles that we had to take and, you know, organize us because everyone isn't born to be a leader.
1: There is something that you told me about having balance in life, right? Mm. So even though you want to experience positivity or good things, there's always an opposite of that, Mm -hmm. right? And they always kind of feed off of each other in a push or pull format. So I guess what I look at it as, even though we require these certain things, there's always going to be some other opposite of that thing mm-hmm. that we need as a formula or <laughs> a, a reaction for life to move or for humans to be able to survive.
0: hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Everything requires balance. You know, nature is in balance to sustain
1: mm-hmm. everything
0: on this planet. You know, you can't have good without evil, even though nature is inviting. Mm -hmm. um, Nature can be freaking terrifying as well. Tornadoes, uh, crazy storms, um, tsunamis, volcanoes, like everything requires balance. And I think uh, in our Western civilization, it's been very unbalanced for a long time and a lot of people are seeing that especially millennials, not just one race of people, but a lot of us are seeing it like, what the hell is going on? Mm
1: -hmm. That's very interesting. Another thing that I've observed um, just reading the article or reading that information was that we don't necessarily notice how much of these experiments um, apply to real life. Mm -hmm. Like I know we're sharing our examples, but a big one when I first moved here was I noticed that America – functions off of fear so like most of the things that I felt like you know because a lot of people that I met had never left the country or a lot of people reacted to certain things on the news that Mm. made them fearful of other people or fearful Mm. of like trying new things or being judgmental of something that they didn't try but it's like a very fear-based way of caring yourself or like culturally not being open to other spaces because of some some sort of fear, but also how the media also inflicts fear on people.
0: Mm-hmm. One of
1: them I remember as a kid was 9-11. Mm-hmm. Like they kept using the word Muslim, right? So then at that point, people were afraid of what? Mm-hmm. Muslim. Right, so they had an issue with that. So I just noticed like America is a very closed off and fear-based space from the perspective or the eyes that I was as a kid just moving here.
0: I'm not sure if that's inherent or just a form of control through our media and our leaders, you know what I mean? Because even though we conform and we think we're we're capable of individualism and thinking for ourselves, a lot of us are not. Mm. There's people who get paid a lot of money um, who work in advertisement companies to show us what to eat and how Mm -hmm. to live and what what to wear. And you know what I mean? They influence our ideals. And that's not individualism at all.
1: And I think that's what they were saying with the whole experiment. Mm -hmm. They concluded with finding that really there's no sense of individuality, right? Mm -hmm. Everything is cyclical, but it takes for one person to have like, a response to something and others being like, oh yeah, well, you know, Mm. this is right. (laughs) But also it takes that one person to be like, that's wrong. And oh, prime example. Now Kanye West, whether or not his, you know, stuff is bogus or whatever. Mm. He's not conforming to anything. Mm. He's just like saying whatever the fuck comes out his mouth. Right. Mm. But for him, he looks like a loner because nobody Everybody, right, is attacking that mm-hmm. person or feeling like, oh, we shouldn't interact with this person. or canceling this person. So on this end, he's by himself. But even though he's by himself, he still has a little group mm-hmm. that is conforming to his ideals and values, right? Mm-hmm. Even though it's small, it's like everybody still has their pockets and everybody's not alone. You always have somebody that agrees with you, even if it's right, even if it's wrong. You always, like, we live in a day and age where everybody has somebody.
0: I just find that interesting, you know. When, that just gave me a thought, like, when you've been married to somebody for, like, 60, 70 years, right, and your spouse passes away, sometimes you might, just that loneliness alone will eat eat away at you and it might actually kill you, Mm -hmm. you know. And I think that yes, it's in our DNA to wanna to be within a group or with or be with somebody or, you know, I just think that we should be able to choose our leaders well. And our leaders should have, you know, some type of um moral compass and 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 a a healthy outlook on reality hmm. that's not controlled.
1: So let me ask you this, because I know that um, you're very much an Aries. You're very much what people would consider a leader, or that that's kind of like the characteristics of a quality of what an Aries is. Hmm. But do you find yourself or do you know like what group, clique, or space you feel like you conform to the most, whether it's aesthetically or like what type of tribe you believe you belong to?
0: I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I naturally gravitate towards like family. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, I, out of all the years, you know, well, yeah, let me I'm lying. Photography.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love everything photography. I could watch people on YouTube explain and talk about technology and photography for hours. Mm-hmm. I I would never get tired of that. I feel like that's my group cuz I understand the, the language, the information. Right. I love learning about new equipment. Like, that's my people. But besides that, you know, I don't really like (laughs) going out and and hanging out with people that I really don't know. that
1: to me, too, it's like, how did you come to that conclusion, right? What made you then conform into being that type of person? Because that was, I feel like, was that an individual ideal or you got it from somewhere?
0: I think it was just... Through nature and nurture, mm. you know, I spent, I'm the only child. I spent a lot of time alone. So right. I understand and value time to self. Mm-hmm. I think that's therapeutic. I think that once you spread your thin, spread yourself thin, trying to please so many people and go to these different events for somebody else that um, you lose steam and you lose gas and you lose sight of who you are.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I think for me, like, I would say I, I maybe fit in a lot of conforming boxes. <laughs> mm-hmm. One being, like, you know how you come from a certain tribe, so I'm like, okay, definitely. Always, you know how you have Nigerians that are shouting out their tribes. Like, I would do the same thing with my cultural background. Mm-hmm. So that's one little space where I feel like I conform to. However, within that community, it's like, there are certain values or traditions that I feel like are outdated mm-hmm. where I may stick out or stand out. But it's something that I have a cultural connection to hear with, right? Because mm-hmm. I've been here the longest. So then I'm conforming in this pocket. Mm-hmm. Then another one would be like me feeling like I'm a creative but not necessarily having the the ends or or yet in the spaces that I want to be. Mm-hmm. But there's a certain group of people that are in the same position. So mm-hmm. I feel like it just depends, right? Um. Yeah, it just depends with politics. Yeah.
0: Do you conform or do you? Because a lot of people, a lot of black people, assume since mm-hmm. we're black, we should vote Democrat or we should vote for, you know, what the majority wants to vote for. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's right or do you? I
1: hate. It. I have a hate and love relationship, right, with that whole context, because I I come from a background, right, where it's like you know, we almost died trying to vote, mm. right, I have that, or literally my grandpa being locked up in a, another country because of his choice of voting, or mm. his choice and ideals about the po- po- political situation, then I have my mom, is like, you better be a democrat, right, mm. but it's like, have I had the time to actually research and see where, you know, which side I want to be on, at this point, I really don't fucking care, <laughs> you know, I care, but it's like, my decision is not based on other people's views it's Mm. based off of what I'm reading and what I feel is comfortable for me
0: so you're more so independent rather than Um, uh,
1: uh, actually yes I am to be honest I am so for right now um, I favor one group over the other absolutely for Mm. the certain rights that are um, for women and that actually seem to make a difference in people that choose to love who they want to love right Mm. but if another party decides to do something even more um, beneficial, beneficial for society and beneficial for people and civil rights and human rights, absolutely, I will go with the other side. So it just depends at the time on whose values align with my own.
0: Hmm. I feel that. Like. Yeah. I just don't think that all of us can be equated within just two parties. You know, there's some things I like about Republicans, some things I don't like, some things I like about Democrats, some things I don't like, some things I don't like about both parties. Like, mm-hmm. But it just just having the information there
1: mm-hmm.
0: accessible to everyone so they can make their own choices, you know, so people can actually challenge themselves and not just stay in these certain groups. Mm -hmm. Um, You go to church with people who look and think like you. Mm -hmm. You you have a political party with people who look and think like you. You go to certain peer events with people who look and think exactly like you. How does one challenge themselves? How do you grow? How do you build?
1: This is what I like with that point that you're saying because I feel like from the perspective of those who control society or those who put out whatever in the media, I don't want to sound like... You know, the person is going to get canceled next. But Mm. I think they pull our strings to actually play with us that way. Absolutely. Where they know, okay, we want one side to be, you know, completely rambunctious and crazy and, oh, you know, like Mm. white supremacy, whatever, you know, whatever that party wants to do. And then another one that's very radical and believing about equality so they want that push and pull they want the good they want the evil right Mm. because they want some sort of chaos to function in life so you want to know why why
0: you said it earlier they lead us through fear Mm. that's the main ingredient in the mixture (laughs) that they they use is fear you know we we all have a fear of somebody taking what's ours you know especially on the news you watch the news for 24 hours a day you
1: will be depressed
0: you will be you will be afraid to go outside mm-hmm. you will be depressed you'll think everybody's getting you you would not even be able to go to the grocery store walk down the street right when and when uh the pandemic happened early 2019 2020 it was crazy do you remember that people going to to the grocery stores and like huge suits and, and and biohazard suits and stuff like that it was because of the fear of not knowing or the fear of whatever they were instilling in us every day for the last three or four years
1: right I also think though about our summer right mm. and I noticed that for a few times because it's, I've been for a few times back and forth in the different spaces but you notice how more interactive we were with people mm-hmm. in, in London than we were in here, mm-hmm. but also the fact that we were not constantly on our phone. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like, I don't know what it is, because I was trying to dissect it for myself, but I was just like, shit on the internet doesn't fucking matter
0: mm-hmm. when
1: you're socializing and actually being with humans. Mm-hmm. But when I come here, I feel like it's almost like a therapeut- therapeutical release to escape on the internet. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my safe space. But if I'm in a different country, my safe space is being amongst people Mm -hmm. that actually enjoy being with other people, having a human interaction.
0: That and we were afraid to have a high-ass phone bill by the time we got back. That
1: wasn't my issue because that could have been. But I I noticed even before where that wasn't an issue. Like, I rarely, my whole time going to school in London, I never used my phone for that. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, there were social media days, but I bought one of those flip phones. Mm -hmm. But it's like. I had the computer and could have done the same thing. Yeah. So it's just um, I don't know. I was I guess I was conforming to the environment of people actually socializing. Cause, yeah.
0: Freedom. What is it? What is freedom?
1: You you tell me. Are we
0: <laughs> are we really actually free? Are we in a free country or is that just an illusion?
1: The is it illusion, a mindset? The
0: illusion of freedom. That sounds like a, a good topic for the next podcast let's but do it the illusion of freedom the mindset yeah all right so <laughs> i mean we got a couple minutes left what have you gathered out of this um topic
1: peer pressure
0: hmm.
1: peer pressure exists and it doesn't seem like it's always a bad thing hmm. sometimes you can pressure someone into doing something that is wrong and sometimes you can pressure someone into doing something that is right Sometimes you can change someone's perspective through peer pressure and sometimes you can make someone's life miserable (laughs) from peer pressure. Mm. Um, It can face any angle, but I think that's what the example of the um, Ash conformity experiment did was that no matter if you have your own mindset, you could be that one person who feels inclined to say what everybody else is saying because everybody else is saying it. Mm. But, It's not always a good thing. I think you should always stand true within yourself. Find out who you are so that you can stand firm in in that individuality or in your identity.
0: I love it. Um, I just have one thing to say.
1: Yes, sir.
0: Question everything. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment. If you are an artist or a business person, please send us a message so we can feature you on our Thursday's Artist Talk. All right, people. Have a good one. Peace.